And as the kids are heading out, I'm going to invite Will Cravens to come up here. Will is our uh, preacher today. Um, Now, Will, um, just to kind of give you a little heads up on who Will is, uh, Will grew up in this area for the most part or your whole life, right? Um, You uh, served for a couple of years um, with Young Life at Madison High School. Right. Took a job at Truro as the youth pastor. And when I was a kid growing up at Truro, Will was the youth minister there. Um, there was a lot of giftings that I saw in Will at the time. He has uh, the gift of boldness, a prophetic word, and um, he always seems to find himself in dangerous situations. Um, in my time with Will, I, um, I ended up going to the hospital with him once because he was going on his first ever parachute jumping, and he pulled the cord too high up, got caught in uh, winds, and just missed power lines by a few feet, slammed into a wooden fence, and Will and I went to a hospital in Delaware. Um, another time on a camping trip with a bunch of kids up in the Adirondacks, part of the um, La Vida ministry. It was the first time that I had experienced um, frog gigging um, and then cooking the frogs. I don't think you were supposed to do that on the trip. I saw leeches. I also had to cart a kid out who got injured, and we nearly got struck by lightning. Um, in the midst of all of this, I also met more and more of Jesus through Will. Um, more recently, uh, since then, actually since your time at Truro, you ended up serving overseas with Young Life in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ended up uh, back here in the States. You worked with Young Life. You ended up taking a job, um, an assistant pastor, or on the pastoral staff at McLean Bible. And then most recently, over the past couple of years, Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn. You've been an assistant minister there. But... All of that to say something has changed in the past year. Tell us what has happened in the past year with your next kind of calling. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Uh, and and <laughs> I was wondering where there was a question. I was just standing here. Uh, you know, and the lightning wasn't my fault. But the, uh, honestly, I believe, you know, Jesus said that um, I've come to give you life and life to the full, more abundant life. If life is boring, I, I question, are we really stepping out in faith and trusting Christ? And uh, the dangerous part of that mentality is when you start praying that way, like, God, what do you have next? I'll do anything. What do you want? And uh, honestly, the, the quick version would be about six months ago, my wife and I were sort of praying that way. And we invited this couple over. I was really drawn to this guy's faith, a guy by the name of Jamie, Jamie Winship, who speaks a lot at Reston Bible and also at Christian Fellowship Church. He has a ministry uh, overseas with Muslims. And so we invited him over for uh, some steaks one night and and I said, you know, he sent me a text right before he came over and said, you know, Will, uh, I'm thinking um, that God's got something for you. And I said to my wife, you know, if he comes over and I'm all caught up in the moment, he invites us to go work with Muslims in the Middle East, just talk me out of it and sh- shut me up and let's kick them out at that point. And, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm not, you know, willing to go there yet. But uh, and so we kind of joked about it. But while he was over, he said, uh, you know, in the, we were enjoying our dinner, and then after dinner, we were kind of just taking it easy, and he just pointed at me and said, Will, if you could do anything in your, with your life, what would you do right now? Just answer, don't think. So I did. And out of my mouth came the words, uh, I wouldn't be doing ministry right here. I said, I, I feel like there's a whole lot of people overseas in, in Europe and such where the church is just lacking, and it's dark spiritually. And so I feel like there's so many good churches on so many corners right here that uh, they probably my gifts would be better served elsewhere. And he said, that's awesome. I'm praying. I believe God's going to do something like that. He asked my wife the same question. She agreed. And that was it. And I, I thought that was kind of weird, but at least he didn't ask us to go somewhere that we don't want to go. And, but he left that night, and my wife Sandra and I prayed and said, God, if you're in this, make it clear. 
And I prayed with a little more specificity and said, God, I'm not going to quit my job. You have to do something, orchestrate something to get me out of my current position at CFC to confirm that you're in this. This isn't just some weird uh, dinner. Let me be honest. If you pray a prayer like that, it's, it's dangerous. I was thinking like in the next year or two, it'd be awesome and kind of a smooth runway and ramp. The next morning, 10 a.m., my boss and I sat down and he said, you know, Will, we did this whole gift assessment of who's what gifts and so forth. And you scored the exact same gifts as the guy we've hired as the new senior director here coming in. So with the future fit, your gifts, aren't you more of a missions guy? I mean, what if we back you as a missionary and you resign and then we get you on that path? And honestly, this is the next morning. Tenny, it hasn't been 12 hours since we prayed. And I wrote this in my journal and said, God, if you're in it, confirm it. And so this, I, I was not that excited, to be very honest with you. But I, I uh, said, you know, let me tell you what happened last night. Long story short, that put us on this journey. And so we've been on that for six months preparing uh, we're planning to um, live, kind of make our base in Italy. And for a lot of you, they go, ooh, Italy must be nice. Um, actually, very spiritually dark. Sandra and I have connected with a pastor over there who doesn't speak any English. But he and his wife, um, uh, and uh, Sandra and I have been going over there the last few years, meeting with them, praying with them. And we'll be based there, but we'll spend a lot of our time in the summers and some during the year in Ghana, in Tamale, Ghana, working with a group that's 95% Muslim. So uh, we went there this last summer. And so anyway, it's just been this journey uh, that we've been on the last six months, kind of doing some language prep and getting ready. And uh, So next uh, summer, yeah. you're going to be, or this 2013? This, this summer, be- yeah, this, this year we launched and uh, wait until our son graduates, finish, finishing some other stuff up here, and then uh, follow God on this path. And so... Um, now, you had this kind of calling, this change, this direction. You're going to be a missionary. This summer, you also dealt with some health stuff. Um, you could tell us more about it probably in detail. You kind of gave it to me, but I, you lost me in some of the medical language. But the, what was the first thing? You had some symptoms. You had uh, a, pal- a Bell's palsy or something? But right. Yeah. In the middle of, uh, Sandra and I kind of launched in this. We started working. We do a, a ministry every summer with uh, Chinese, and uh, we were working with this Chinese group. And, and that day, I, I went throughout this day, and people started saying to me, what's wrong? You look angry. I'm like, I'm not angry. Why are you saying that? Now you're making me angry. And... Uh, <laughs> And then finally, later in the day, when enough people said it, I turned to my wife and said, what's the deal? Is something wrong with my face that people are saying stuff? And she said, your right eye is not blinking and there's no expression. I thought, that's annoying. And so I looked in the mirror and I did. I looked like uh, Two-Face from Batman. And uh, I, I uh, ran all that would be kind of disturbing. So I went off to the doctor and they ran a bunch of tests, blood work and such. And then they said, you got to go for... Uh, an MRI tomorrow morning and the rest of it. I woke up and it was a lot worse and so kind of rushed off the hospital. Long story short, for an MRI, they said, here's the good news. Um, Bell's palsy is not going to kill you. You know, and it, uh, in 95% of the people, it'll be gone in three months. Uh, if you're the 5%, sorry. But, uh, <laughs> and they said, but the, the bad news is that why we did your MRI, we found an, a brain aneurysm. It's uh, on your carotid artery right behind your left eye. It's totally unrelated. We just found it as a result. And so uh, kind of a ticking time bomb in your head is the language he used. Which is, and he's like, but don't stress out. I'm like, well, why would I? Would that, would, that, would that make the bomb go off? And my wife and I were leaving two days later uh, on a mission trip to Ghana. And I said, is this safe on an airplane? Is this wise? He said, I can get you in for surgery this week. And Sandra and I, through pr- prayer, said, uh, I feel like God still wants us to lead this trip. We've prepared for this for a month. 
We had to get yellow fever shots and the rest. Nobody else would be able to get a visa in time. The trip would cancel if we don't go. We're the only leaders. And so we felt like, I said, if you know, God knew this thing was in my head a long time ago, let's go. So we went anyway. And while in Ghana, we shared this and uh, we're serving with 400 um, non-believing little kids, Ghanaians. And uh, the pastor, we told him what was going on. He said, uh, allow me, if you don't mind, we'll have some elders and stuff pray for you at the church. And I was preaching that Sunday in Ghana. And we got up front, and I thought he was going to have the elders come up and pray over me, but what he did threw me, in, in, uh, threw me entirely, because I didn't expect it, but he said, okay, if you're a, children, a child here and you believe God has the power to heal, come forward. And all these little kids came up on the stage. And doesn't that just make biblical sense? The faith of a child? I thought, I'd rather have them than a bunch of old elders. And, uh, <laughs> and so the they, guy tells me, kneel right here on the stage. And all these little kids start putting their hands, sweaty little hands on my bald head. <laughs> and then they just start praying in different tribal dialects, asking the father, will you heal him? And I had this moment where I just thought, how could the Lord not hear these prayers? And I got back home uh, and while, while uh, the first couple days home, Sandra and I went in. I went in for the procedure, for uh, the test where they run a scope into your brain and take pictures. And, um, and I said to the neurosurgeon at Arlington Hospital just before the procedure, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't find it. He said, what do you mean? I told him about the little Ghanaians praying for me. And he, he kind of laughed. Clearly, he didn't follow that belief system. But he walked in in the recovery room with my wife and I sitting there. And he lifted his hands up and says, there is no aneurysm. It's gone. Um, so, just testimony of the Lord's faithfulness, that He is good. And w- w- here's, the, here's the truth, though. I don't know if you're struggling with something this morning, but whether He healed me or not, He's still good. Amen. Whether He healed me or not, He's still Lord. Amen. And uh, walking with us in it, I think He just sometimes gives us confirmations in different ways. So, it has been a journey. It's been a ride. And how can we now be praying for you as you're preparing next summer to head off? What what are any obstacles, any things that we can be praying for you? Um, Really just that we're, uh, number one, for protection. Um, uh, Two, for uh, our four kids, kind of how God um, balances us out, because we're all at different life stages now that I have my oldest daughter, 22, all the way down to 11-year-old. And so just how God works all the details of this out. and lastly, just his provision and uh, protection in this. And uh, there's a couple guys from my board here, John Colson and Rick Beckwith, if you have questions for them. But uh, at, at any rate, we're just uh, thrilled about this, but just praying for us in the process. I do realize um, when you step out, the enemy steps up the attack. And, um, but God's bigger. So, Well, let me offer a prayer now, um, and then we'll enter into God's word here as Thanks. well. God, I thank you for Will, for his desire to follow you wherever you would lead him. I pray that you would watch over him his marriage, his family. Provide for them, God, as they they need things preparing to head off to Italy to do ministry overseas. I pray that you would give him strength and wisdom and guidance. Open doors where he needs doors opened. Protect him and his family and lead them by your spirit that uh, the work that they do there would be fruitful and for your purposes and your glory. Be with him now as he brings to us God's word that our hearts might be ready to receive the Word of God, living and active, preached through this servant of yours. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Johnny.